Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. Guess who's with me? Michael Douglas. No. Chuck Bryant. Even better than Michael Douglas. Less intense. A little more laid back. Yeah. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing well. We're a pair of writers here at HowStuffWorks.com. we got some stuff to share with you. Have you heard of entomophagy? I have. And try every part of the world except Europe, uh, Canada, and the United States, basically. That's so weird to me that that we we see things so differently. Right. I, I wouldn't eat a bug. I wouldn't. I've actually considered it. I, I've read your article, and I was thinking, this would be an awesome, cool dinner party to have. Yeah. Like, have some normal food, but also have, like, fried crickets, something like that. Right. And the more I thought about it, more I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to do this. Yeah, you know, I almost ordered some uh, for the article just to because I could, basically, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Well, that's a hell of a story, Chuck. <laughs> Great one. Um, so l- let's get into this, shall we? Let's let's talk about this. You said Europe, America, and Canada, the only places. So in Mexico, I didn't notice anyone eating bugs in Mexico. It's big there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. So but I imagine that uh, the the there's regional differences based on the bug. Is anyone importing bugs, I guess, or do people just generally eat locally? You, you eat locally, and uh, it's one reason people eat bugs, and actually we should call them insects, I guess, all over the world is because they're everywhere, they're cheap, they're nutritious, and uh, they prepare them to where, you know, they enjoy the taste. Well, I know, yeah, bugs are, I'm sorry, insects are definitely plentiful, but I would imagine it would take a lot to, to fill up. Like I can eat like a side of beef in a sitting how many, how many, like, uh, you know, caterpillars would it take to fill a man like me up? I've been described as beefy, by the way, for factor fiction listeners. All right. I don't know how many caterpillars it would take to fill you, Josh, but I imagine it's more than, uh, 10. I would imagine. That would too. be my guess. But as you said, they are plentiful, so. They are. Well, before we get into the, the whole, uh, modern, uh, entomophagy, is that how you pronounced it? Um, <laughs> we should talk a little bit about the history because they, they did this all throughout the Bible. Yeah. Uh, the Greeks and Romans ate beetle larvae and uh, locusts, and uh, even Aristotle ate uh, cicadas. So what I noticed that I found strange was that in the Bible, there is some food that's off limits. Plenty of bugs are, are perfectly fine to eat. Locusts right. especially I saw recurring over and over again uh, when I read the Bible last night. And um, there were some that was off limits like rabbit. Rabbit, uh, pelicans, interestingly, is on the I, I list. I think, yeah, okay. Uh, rabbits, um, uh, you said pigs, mice, uh, weasels, and turtles. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't eat a weasel. I'd eat a turtle. Turtle soup's not bad. Um, this is all, I mean, we should say this is all Old Testament stuff, which uh, I know people that, that subscribe to the Bible and its teachings would tell you that the Old Testament isn't really where it's at. It depends. If you're of the uh, Judaic persuasion, I imagine that you put a lot of stock in the Old Testament. That's a good point. You know, also called the, the Torah. Right. Sure. Uh, but you can't eat those things, according to the Old Testament in Leviticus, but you can eat locusts and uh, uh, grasshoppers and beetles. It's recommended. And I know John the Baptist famously uh, lived for months on locusts and honeycomb. Famously, sure. Yes. So people have been doing this a long, long time. Aborigine, uh, Aborigines in Australia have been doing it for a long time. Right. And continue to. They eat uh, grubs. And apparently grubs... Uh, 
taste like roasted almonds. You know, uh, I used to uh, build ponds many lifetimes ago, and uh, there was this kind of ongoing like ponds, challenge. That yes, kind of thing? yes. Um, there was this ongoing challenge. Anybody who, who ate a grub while we were digging, you know, became like the on-site, you know, tough guy. Right. Never so saw anybody never actually guy. eat it. Oh, no, never. No. Never. I saw one guy pretend to, but that was it. So, yeah, the, these days um, people eat bugs. Like I said, they're plentiful. And by plentiful, I mean four, more than 1,400 uh, edible species of uh, insect. That's just the edible kind. That's the edible And that's kind. just species. It's not like there's 1,400 insects walking around we can eat. I mean, how many millions or billions or trillions of insects are there right now on planet Earth that we could just pick up and eat? A lot. <laughs> uh, be- beetles, for instance, there's uh, close to 350 kinds of beetle alone that you can eat. And uh, ants, bees, wasps, uh, butterflies, moths. Wait, wait. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chuck. You said wasps? Yeah, people eat wasps. Dead, I imagine. Uh, yeah, they generally with they uh, will with most of the winged creatures will take off the wings mm-hmm. and the legs mm-hmm. and prepare them uh, like either on a skewer like a roasted mm-hmm. wasp or uh, sometimes they're boiled and put in soup that kind of thing. So, but the venom doesn't affect you once it's dead, or uh, does it add spice, or what, what? What's the deal? You know, that's a good question. I didn't get get to that. My, if you're just asking for my opinion, I would say maybe if you eat it. It's not bad for you, but if it's injected gotcha, sure. in your bloodstream through yeah. a stinger, it's probably a different kind of thing. There's plenty of people out there for us to ask. I notice also that there's uh, about 3,000 ethnic groups around the planet that consume bugs. They do. And I think it's uh, it's telling and interesting that you you kind of delineated it like that. These are ethnic groups that eat this. It's it's not... It's, it's a cultural thing. We could eat anything at any given point in time right. unless we consider it disgusting. Right. Which we do. To, mean, an, to an extent, right? Because, you, as you said, crustaceans like, uh, or not crustaceans, but I'm sorry, um, lobster, crabs. Right. Arthropods. Yes. Uh, Lobsters and crabs are just a cousin of the spider, basically. Right. And that's, you know, you pay a lot of money for a lobster at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. And. Lobsters eat nasty stuff. They're kind of bottom dwellers, and they eat a lot worse things than spiders do. Like license plates? Yeah. Well, the jaws did. I don't know if a lobster could eat a license plate. (laughs) Oh, hey, I can tell you I've seen a couple of lobsters that could have eaten a license plate. So, yeah, it's all basically in the eye of the beholder. You know, it's a cultural taboo in in Europe and Canada and the United States. Uh, Not so in the rest of the world. They eat, in South America, dude, they eat tarantulas and Mm -hmm. scorpions. Mm Mm-hmm. And scorpions, I've heard of eating tarantulas. I had never heard of that before. It's, uh, I got the impression that it's prepared in such a way that the the hair remains on the 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 ingested part of the tarantula. It is. There's actually a good quote because I wasn't brave enough to to find a tarantula or eat one because spiders scare the crud out of me. But uh, Peter Menzel, he's the author of a book called Man Eating Bugs, and he has a great description uh, about eating a tarantula. Is if day-old chickens had no bones, hair instead of feathers, and were the size of a newborn sparrow, they might taste like tarantulas. Yeah. So he really kind of lost me at day-old chicken. Day-old chicken doesn't sound that bad. It was the hair part that got me. That's just disconcerting, I find. Yeah, I think Americans aren't used to eating anything that's hairy. No. No, I mean, have you ever eaten pigskin? I've eaten the pork rinds. Does that count? Have you ever found like a hair, like an errant hair? No. It, that is, it's troubling. But you know what, Josh? It's funny you should mention errant hair because there's a little book that you may not know about uh, by the Food and Drug Administration. 
Do you know which one I'm talking about? I don't remember the title, but I know what you're talking the about. The title really says it all. It's uh, it's called The Food Defect Action Levels, <laughs> Levels of Natural or Unavoidable Defects in Foods That Present No Health Hazards for Humans. It's, it's quite a mouthful, as yeah. it were. So basically what this is, it's a big handbook that the FDA puts out that, that lists an acceptable amount of uh, things like errant hairs, uh, maggots, larvae that are in things that you eat yeah. that are acceptable to sell in stores because it won't harm you. Ex- acceptable uh, by federal mandate, not necessarily acceptable on a personal level, I found. <laughs> no, by, by the fact that it won't physically harm you. Right. So I've got a few if you want to. I, I am all if ears. You can bear it. If I gag, though, please forgive me. Uh, frozen broccoli. Uh, there can be 60 or more aphids and or <laughs> mites per 100 grams. See, in frozen, frozen broccoli. broccoli in and of itself is bad enough. You throw some aphids in there, it may actually mm. make it okay. I love broccoli. Uh, your ground cinnamon may have 400 or more insect fragments per 50 grams. Which, fragments, that's anything. That's like it, that's like the hot dog of spices, apparently. Right. Uh, your macaroni or noodle product can have an average of 225 insect fragments or more. Okay. And uh, 4.5 rodent hairs... Uh, per 225 grams. And I know that's not an insect, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. Rodent hair is pretty bad. And actually, folks, um, you can thank Upton Sinclair for it being just that small. Sure. Uh, I think if, had it not been for his, uh, the jungle. Right. We would be eating, you know, whole canned rodents in our, you know, canned tomatoes and things like that. Well, I've got two more. I know this is, uh, probably turning off some of our listeners, but these two are, I, I just think, can't I think most up. of our listeners, like, clicked on another podcast long ago. No, because they want to hear these two. Trust me. You know the nice black and white whole peppercorn that you that you crunch onto your uh, your sure. filet mignon? Yes. An average of one uh, milligram or more of mammalian excretia per pound. <laughs> and by mammalian, you, you mean uh, any mammal. Mammal poop. Does that include humans? We're uh, mammals. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's like Joe down at the packing plant, you know? Maybe. Causing a little surprise at, within FDA standards? At the pepper packing plant. Maybe yeah. so. And the final one, popcorn you enjoy at your movie theater. That popcorn, <laughs> by law, can have one or more rodent excretia pellet uh, per subsample. And they didn't say the size of the subsample. The subsample. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you very much, Chuck. I appreciate you sharing that with us. I know our listeners do as well. Sure thing. That was great. Do you have any more gross-out stuff to add? For- Not gross-out, but I think we should just finish up by, by talking a little bit about the benefits of eating insects. Yeah, also, I, I think that's a great that's a great way to close out. I also want to point out that there is a huge, huge difference between eating rodent excretia and eating bugs as far as cultures around the world go. Right. We're not trying to equate the two. No, of course not. So so go ahead, Chuck, because I, from what I understand, there there really are some great health benefits to eating bugs. They are. They're really good for you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, 100 grams of crickets uh, will give you um, only 121 calories. That's it. Uh, 49 of which come from fat, and uh, you'll get 13 grams of protein and 75 milligrams of iron. And five grams of carbohydrates. Yeah, what's what's the one powerhouse insect? If you're gonna, if you're really looking to lose some weight but retain muscle mass, that kind of thing, what insect do you go for? Uh, one word, caterpillar. Yeah, 
Yes. Okay, caterpillar. They, uh, you can get 28 grams of protein for 100 grams of caterpillar, as well as iron, uh, vitamin B1, and B3. Yeah, and actually I looked that up. Uh, I looked up salmon, and that's on par with salmon, actually. Right, which is great for your heart. Oh, it's great food, yeah. It's one of the all-star heart So foods. if you can't afford salmon, go out into your backyard and find some caterpillars. But there are some precautions you should take first if you're going to raise your own insects to eat or capture your own insects to eat, right? Yeah. I mean, if you live in the United States, you probably shouldn't go out to your backyard and, and get anything because chances are they might have insecticide on them or something. Mm-hmm. But if you did want to collect some, you could capture them and feed them fresh grass for a few days and that it like cleans out their system in no time. Right. Um, and if you're in a survival situation, obviously you'd want to eat some insects. Eat whatever, yeah. Well, not whatever, buddy. Oh, okay. Well, well here's uh, where know, the warning comes. Impart your wisdom. Uh, the, there's a rule of thumb. that's really easy to remember. Um, red, orange, yellow. Forget the fellow. Mm-hmm. Black, green, brown. Wolf it down. Black, so, green, brown. Yeah, basically okay. anything that's brightly colored or really pungent, mm-hmm. you want to stay away from because that's kind of their warning signal to the world that I'm poisonous. And I can hurt you. Right, gotcha. So stick to worms earth and tones. grubs. Yeah, earth tones. Sure, okay. Cool. And we recommend before you go eat any bugs, read How Entomophagy Works on HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you